This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. And it is time for Mike to ask all of the football questions. And just real quick, if you need to make time for a good time, Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. in our showroom, it is the Hot Stove Show with Jared Sandler, the Get Right, Brock Burke will be there, Taylor Hearn will be there, and it's free! What? Are you kidding me? That's right. They're going to play a baseball game downstairs? No, they're going to talk about baseball. Seems dangerous. It's a lefty party. Yeah, Yeah, that is a lefty party. Do you think if we brought a baseball that somebody would be like, you know what, let's play? I'm never going to rule that out. Mike, you love baseball. And they say Democrats are left-handed. What is happening? Oh, my gosh. And Republicans are are right-handed. Football questions? Okay, football questions. (laughs) Well, they say something about Mike's left-handed. All right, so I know hearts were broken. (laughs) Hearts were broken on Sunday here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. Unless you're Jeff Ryan, Ryan Drees, my friends, who are very happy. Um, Gross. How much now do you care about Sunday's championship games that the Cowboys just got eliminated? I I still care probably probably at the same level that I usually care, which is which is pretty high. If it was if this was the divisional round, I could see maybe a little bit more of a dip, but this determines who's going to be in the Super Bowl. So I'm still pretty interested. I I definitely care just cuz I like the sport. Um and I'm not I'm not invested in the Philadelphia Niners game as in, like, I want a team to win. I I really am not. I want whoever's in the AFC to win the Super Bowl now. I don't care if it's Kansas City or Cincinnati. I prefer Cincinnati. But that's the way I'm looking at this thing is I'm going to watch that game. And I think I should take. I think people should take notes. What did they do so well? How did the How did the Eagles turn into this team? It was it just Jalen Hurts. It was a lot of really good constructive yeah. GM moves on their part. What did they build and what are they doing? So that that's something I'll definitely take notes from this week. Okay, and I get it. I think most people by the time we get to Sunday will watch the game. I agree, uh, but I do think right now it's still forty eight hours. I still think people are gosh. I don't know if I can watch Sunday. I asked my kids. After we watched it, Graham and Pops. Are they out? They're out. I said, hey, oh. do you guys want to come back to Graham and Pops next Sunday and watch the football games? Like, we don't care. The Cowboys lost. Wow. So. Do you think Do you think anybody will be watching and looking at Philadelphia and San Francisco and going, the Cowboys would have beat both of these teams? All right, so that's a, a good lead to my next question, okay? Because I ask the football questions. You answer. <laughs> you hear me? Pound the table. Are you going to okay. remember that in the C block? No, I forget, I <laughs> oh forget all the time. Uh, Go ahead, Mike. Ask your questions. All right. <laughs> That's <laughs> Noah. Let's, <laughs> let's say Diggs intercepts that pass. Okay. Yep. So McCaffrey doesn't score. 
somehow, some way, the Cowboys come out victorious. Let's say 15 to 12. I have no clue how Maurer made the field goal, but let's just say. I told you he made 12 field goals straight to end the season. Miracle beyond miracles he makes. Maher. I don't care what his name is. <laughs> um, with Tony Pollard being out for the game, let's just say the Cowboys miraculously won. The yeah. Cowboys are going to Philadelphia without Tony Pollard. How much of a chance do you give the Cowboys without Tony Pollard going to Philadelphia? I'm going to say 35%. Yeah, this is definitely now a like a hindsight thing, but that number is maybe about lower. I'm probably 25%. Ooh. Like just Tony Pollard was your second playmaker. Yeah. Like again, Dalton Schultz benefits from your offense. CeeDee Lamb and Tony Pollard made it. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't have now that being said, do I think you can find a, a, a running back that's explosive that can do those things? I do. Tony Pollard, uh, is a very good running back that we all were waiting for him to have this moment. And he finally got it. There are a lot of people, by the way, saying because it's the Eagles and 49ers, they're not watching okay. at least that game. Um, when it comes to Kansas city and I don't know, I think Patrick Mahomes I just uh, I'll give my opinion for a second. I think they're in big trouble because of his injury. Yeah. How much do you give Kansas City that chance to win with a one-legged quarterback? I I do give them a chance just because I think Patrick Mahomes is magical and I just I know what the medicine and the science tells me. Just somehow some way I feel like he's going to be out there and he's going to figure out a way to give him a chance, even if logic would dictate that's probably not going to be the case. I think they've got a chance. I really right. do. I think this definitely limits what they can do offensively because how many of his, like, how, how often does he get the ball, keep a sack from happening because he just gets out in the pocket and goes and does something else? I think that Cincinnati knows that, and they're going to be able to use that to to help them even more. Again, Burrow is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes at this point now. And there's a reason, and it's because the defense stands up for him. So I think this is a better better opportunity. Is, All it, right. is it allowable to ask a follow-up question? Well, you know what? I listened to Dr. Tony Evans this morning in the car, and it was about uh, part of it was about being kind. And I don't feel like I was kind. So now I open up the floor to you oh. guys. Would you guys like to ask any questions to me? No. Oh, Corey, may I ask him a question? Do you think if Joe Burrow wins that game and wins the Super Bowl that it's tight at the top for one, two in terms of quarterbacks? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because I think that he would be doing things that Patrick Mahomes did, right? In his yeah. third year, he like second year, Mahomes wins the MVP. Third year, wins the Super Bowl. Burrow, in his second year, makes the Super Bowl. Third year, wins the MVP. Now you're starting to look at it and go, yeah. wow, this – I can't believe somebody's kind of matching what Mahomes just has done early in his career, but Burrow would be doing it. All right, I do want to ask a question. I go back on I, I go back on it. If Jalen Hurts was to pass his way to a Super Bowl championship, would you then put him up there Ooh. with Patrick Mahomes? Gag me. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's a I don't want that to happen. Yeah, uh -huh. But uh huh, choke me out. How old oh that gosh. happens? How old is Jalen Hurts? Too right, old. <laughs> not too old. Uh, he's God, 24. That, that would be oh, hold on. How old was Patrick Mahomes when he got his first one? And as long as we're doing this, would you rather have Jalen Hurts as the quarterback of the Cowboys? 
Maybe. Oh my God! I think he's better. So I guess. So. Wow. I guess so. It's it's fantastic. Tough. I do think Dak. Not this is it's hard to say he's a better passer now that sure. he keeps throwing it to the other team and yeah. he, I won't do it. Again. I get it. Golly, I won't do it again. We've heard that from cheaters. So. so oh my God. Drug Mahomes, addicts. Hey, I won't do it again. Guess what? Drug addicts do. They do it again. Mahomes won his first Super Bowl at twenty three. And an MVP at 23. Uh, in your face, And Jaylen. if Jalen Hurts was to win his first <laughs> Super Bowl and MVP at 24, I don't. I guess he's not the candidate for yeah. MVP. He knocked himself out of way it. Way off. Yeah, Jalen's way off. On he'll, be he'll be second. second. He'll be second yeah. in MVP voting and a Super Bowl. All right. Gosh. I've been nice long enough. He threw 50 I touchdowns to you, Dr. Year, Tony so. Evans. Thank you. I feel like if you're, what you were saying was different, he might listen to you more. He's like, I'm out. All right. Based off of this, could uh, be a long answer, and it's okay. I got other questions, but yesterday, Gavin Dawson believes Dak Prescott has two more years as the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, and then they're going to move on if he doesn't improve uh, from what he is. I ask you guys this question. How many more years do you think Dak is the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys? Into perpetuity. <laughs> That's, that makes no sense. Um, I'm going to say five to six. Here's why I don't see that happening out of two years is your dead cap hit after this year is still $40 million or after next season is still $40 million. You could take, take it, slice it up, take $20 million hit on both, both years. And so this next year he counts against the cap 49 million. Next year, $52 million. And then after the contract's over, he still counts another $25 million against the cap. What the Cowboys do in this situation time and again is offer an extension. So I would say I still think five years because I think they're going to offer him another extension. So through 2027. Your, your first question yes. mark would be 2028 yes. if be- he's still your quarterback. Because I still think they will offer him an extension to try to push those numbers down and even out the money across. If if they made a bold move of just moving away from him, then so you don't, good you, for them. You don't think that they'll ever be at a point where they're just like, that's it. We've had enough. We built the best possible team we could around him. We gave him everything we possibly could. Are you asking me? I'm asking everybody in, well, this, in this. I'd like to answer that by saying they went away from Troy Aikman once Troy Aikman died as a quarterback by LeVar Arrington. They went away from Tony Romo somewhat once he died as a quarterback against Seattle. I get he kind of came back and could touch his knees. Like, it was amazing how his hands could get all the way to his knees and trying to touch his toes. But they're like, you're dead. Your back is dead. You can't do it. And Tony Romo never played football uh, again. I know he played the one series against Philadelphia at the end, but I think my opinion is Dak is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys till he physically can't do it, till his ankle or knee or back or shoulder – Physically cannot do it. The the Dallas Cowboys under Jerry and Stephen Jones do not go into quarterback purgatory. They do not try to draft quarterbacks in the first round. They just go, he's good enough, and we'll deal with it. The 2024 season, Kevin, then would be the the time. If they're going to make a move, that would be the year to do it. It'll eat your, your dead money, but it costs you no cash. Yeah, no, that that's true. It's just okay. So you saying before or after twenty that season? Yeah. What's okay. your your after, answer is two thousand twenty five? No. The Cowboys will have a new quarterback. 
If they're competitive, yeah. Okay. Competitive. If they're competitive but still can't get over that hump, then you get these kind like that team got to where it was this right. year. And You're everybody's saying Dak. So. I bet I bet a hundred bucks Dawson in two thousand twenty six, Dak Prescott is still the starting quarterback. And see, that goes back to and I think I'm with you, but that goes back to what you said at the beginning of the show. Take the big swing. All right. After the 2024 season, he would be out of contract and you'd still be on the hook for $25 million in dead money. That is still somewhat of a big swing. But if you want to keep him for one more year, then your dead money after the 2023 season would be $40 million. Mm-hmm. That's a big swing if you're like, we'll figure it out because he ain't good enough. But then the other thing is if you drafted a quarterback that turned out to hit, that would be negligible on the salary cap. Like, sure, you would be losing $20 million per year, but you'd have a cheap-ass rookie quarterback, and if he's good, you could come out ahead on that. You're going to have to collect some draft picks somewhere, though, I just don't to know do if, that. Because if you're going to make that move, the cal- Mike, you've said it about Luka, you're, you said it about Dak. Too good. The quarterback's too good for you to have a good draft pick. Unless he's injured for the whole season and they well, have to take. We saw Cooper Rush did. Yeah. yeah. So, so Andy Dalton did. So right? they, they're I mean, going to be stuck in that situation. So they'll have to collect some draft picks and able to in order to make that kind of move. Right. How unless, do they get them? Unless you, uh, sorry, Mike. No, unless you think Anthony Richardson is the guy and you don't have to like rocket up into the top five or something like that this year, or if you want to look next year. All right. How quickly or how long will it take for you to forget this feeling of loss on Sunday? I think it's going to take longer than usual because I keep going back to the fact that I thought we were the better team on the field. Like, I was, I've been thinking about that since that game ended. I was like, I have to do all this crap again just to get back to the spot where I don't think we should have lost to begin with. So, I mean, but as soon as training camp starts, I'll be excited. But I do think there'll be this part in the back of my head that's like yeah you know what's gonna happen Corey, how quickly or how long will it take to get over this feeling on sunday that the cowboys always lose uh i think because of practice i'm already over it uh i mean i've had many years kevin of being able to move on quickly from this so sunday i'll be watching other football teams because again i'm a fan of the nfl as well as a fan of the laundry I just wrote this as a question mark. So you can, it's kind of Josh Allen is overrated. Agreed. I I absolutely think Josh Allen is overrated. Now, don't get it twisted. He's still good. He's still very good. But I think you've seen some separation between Joe Burrow and Josh Allen. And, you know, because this was the year. The Bills were the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Not going to happen. Josh Allen, favorite to win the MVP. Not going to happen. Josh Allen turns the ball over a lot. He is still a good quarterback, like a very good quarterback. But I think you have seen there's a little bit of a gap between him and Mahomes and Burrow. I think he's fallen off a tier. I think if you wanted to put him right behind Mahomes, I think now Burrow is on the tier, is really close to the tier with Mahomes maybe if he beats him. And it's not fair because I think Patrick Mahomes is coming in at 50% crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Josh Allen should take a major hit for what he accomplished this year, which to me was uh, he did not come close to what he needed to accomplish. Really my good last, stats. My last question, I know we're running out of time, and we'll probably talk about this a lot in the offseason. Where do you have Daniel Jones after 
I mean, really, I mean, rolling in his own crap in his bed uh, in that Philadelphia game. I think, you know, when they say you crap the bed, you know. I think Daniel Jones' ceiling is still middle of the pack. You know, they get the best out of him the last part of the season here. I, if you're a Giants fan, I could see how you feel like this is moving in the right direction. If he gets a big money deal, I think it will hurt their franchise a lot. I agree with Kevin that it'll hurt their franchise. I do, however, know that he had Jason Garrett as his guy for a long time. And just like with Trevor Lawrence, you saw a different player after a full year with a different coach. And I think uh, the effect of Dave's and his coaching staff made the better out of Daniel Jones this year. Okay. Excellent addition. Of Mike asks all the football questions. I had questions. so much fun that I'm going to get ready to do a commercial. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming Keep up teasing. next, from the mind of Corey. Love what? this question. What's a pop culture thing you never cared for before and you live for now? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. From the mind of Corey Majors, what's the pop culture thing you never cared for before and now you love, or maybe now you live for, 877-881-1053. What brought this to your mind? I had an immediate answer in my mind, but what brought this up? Well, I was just thinking, and I was in the shower thinking about the show, thinking about Mm -hmm. you and Mike. Joey or Reggie, uh, depending, you know, kind of depends on the day. And uh, I was like, man, I can't wait, actually, because I'm, I'm kind of running out of shows. I'm, uh, I finished Bosch, and right. now I've started Bosch Legacy. And I was Whoa. like, oh, I finished Kaleidoscope. You got where you got the blood clots and everything and couldn't play anymore? Chris Bosch. Gotcha. No, I oh. didn't get to that part, Mike. But I, And so I was like, oh, man, I can't wait till Stranger Things. You know, yeah. and then and then I started thinking about like all the so I started I as a kid, I never was a fan of eighties movies. Like eighties scary movies or anything like that. Never was. But now look at Joey. 
now whenever I'm like, whenever it's on, I'm like, I can't wait to see this. And they keep delivering, right? Like they keep delivering great content, but it is very nostalgic oh, to yeah. those 80s, that 80s era stuff. And I just wasn't a fan of like Freddy Krueger and oh. Jason and all that stuff. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'll go watch Care Bears um, okay. or go play some sports. I, I just wasn't a big fan of it. So I started thinking about, it was three things. I have become a Stephen King nerd. Oh, even though he hates his fans. Yeah, I don't worry about that. Like it's it makes a lot of sense, especially he wrote a character exactly like that in one of his books that is an author who hates his fans. Um, so like that's that makes a lot of sense. And because I read everything, Colby yeah. turned me on to the Dark Tower, uh, and I you know how I burned Man, through that. You guys talked about the Dark Tower for the longest time. I just remember and the how movie sad. was so miserable. Yeah, I remember how sad y'all were about the movie. Uh, so I, I I became I didn't like Stephen King movies back then because uh, sure. you know, I was scared of them. Sure. But again, those were '80s movies, '80s scary movies. But now I'm a huge Stranger Things fan and Marvel. All right, so growing Ooh, yeah. up, I dabbled in, like, X-Men with, with Wolverine and stuff. I dabbled in some of those comic books, but I was not a comic book nerd. Yeah. Now, like, and I, this might be connecting to the kid. It might be one of the big things because both of my boys love the Into the, into the Spider-Verse movies. Oh, yeah. That movie, and I, yeah. I love them, too. They're awesome. But I probably know just as much about the Marvel Universe as they do now. Right. And I, I keep up with it. No, I'm, I still don't. There are some people that know everything. They know all the stories. I do text Colby, and I'm like, hey, what's going on with this character? Right. You know, and he'll give me, like, a whole breakdown on it. But I love it, and I never was a comic book kid growing up. So that's just, as I've gotten older, I was just kind of wondering what, when you were younger or whatever, you're like, nope, that's nerd stuff. Was it Star Wars? Because I know you guys are huge Star Wars fans. I was a Star Wars fan as a kid, too. Now... It's funny when you said, when you said 80s movies, I thought about, I had to go double check. This is the name of it. I love 80s movies. And yes, you do. There was a movie that came out called Ping Pong Summer. And it is, it's not great. Okay. But it was made for me because it's set in the 80s and it's a coming of age movie set over the summer. Like you just hit all of the things on my checklist. Hold on. It's set in the 80s. Yes. And... It's coming of age and it's in the summer at, at like a beach club or whatever. Like, sign me up. And I watched it. I love that movie because they went all in on all of the tropes of 80s movies. They're like, we could write something original. That's dumb. Let's just take, and I like really got a kick out of that movie. So that one makes a whole lot of sense to me. For me, it's, <laughs> it's professional wrestling. Okay. Is... At the time when I actually should have liked wrestling. As a child. As a kid. When you still believed it was real. I didn't. And I or thought, unscripted. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I thought it was dumb. Yeah. And oh, wow. I loved wrestling as a kid. See, because that's when you're supposed to like wrestling. <laughs> so I don't know what it was happening with my brain development or whatever, but I was like, oh, no. And then, <laughs> and then by the time I was like, probably should have aged out, it hooked me. And then... They evolved wrestling, and they're like, you know what? Let's just go sex and violence on this. And at that time, oh, yes, yeah. that was perfectly... This guy's Benjamin Button. <laughs> at the time, that was like in high school and then starting college. That's what, you know, a lot of the culture was moving in that direction, and it really tapped into like what was happening in the culture. 
was it was was it the Trish Stratus? Yeah, it was, uh, was Stacy Keebler era. It was a that little you? bit before okay. that, but yes, they the started helped. taking models and cheerleaders. And At they're that like, point, yes, they're like, we'll make you wrestlers. They had realized that your age group. Yes. Was diving in on this wrestling thing. For sure. And they were like, how do we take advantage? Like Stone Cold definitely like solidified that as a character. There was a time, and I'm definitely aging myself here, but I feel like you couldn't go anywhere without seeing an NWO or Austin 316 shirt. Yes. Like everywhere you went. But it was way after... Like, theoretically, I should have, like, I should have been into Hulk Hogan and all that when he was like, say your prayers, eat your vitamins and everything. But I really wasn't. And then after you're like, hey, grow up. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, now I'm into wrestling. And then wrestling grew up with me. So when you were describing that, that is immediately what I thought of is I got into wrestling after a time when I was like, that's dumb. Yeah. Why do people watch that? And I guess with like sports, I was always into the Cowboys. You know, right. that was that was a, something I feel like I was born into. My dad being a fan, my grandparents, fans, my aunt, a whole family. That's what we rallied around, right? Like every every uh, Sunday or every holiday became we're watching the Cowboys game. Right. And so then, and naturally, you know, playing baseball as a kid, you become a Rangers fan because it's your local team. And so... Like those things I was always interested in. I'm, I'm surprised that they've carried over and I'm still as passionate. Like Mike has lost a lot of the passion be, uh, for the Cowboys yeah. because of the way that they've tricked him uh, a, a number of times. He's like never going to let my heart do, do that again. But, you know, he still sticks with sports. That's something that he had growing up. And I and I feel, Mike, that you were a Star Wars fan growing up and Love you stuck Star with Wars. that too. I'll also add, I didn't I, – I loved – collecting cards as a kid but then there was a 20 year period where sure. i did not do that and now i'm i'm really interested in it but that is definitely is because of you guys y'all helped me kind of see what this market's like when you're talking about marvel you know what i realized and since you brought up star wars is the marvel is the marvel movies the tv shows the marvel universe is star wars for brandon because he describes things the same way I did is he'll still be like, hey, did you know that they're going to put out the new Ant-Man Mania trailer? And he's all about it and knows the ins and outs of all the things. I don't get me wrong. I really like those movies. I think a lot of them are fantastic, but they're not live or die for me the way that Star Wars is and was. And I realize like that is his Star Wars is he's when a new one comes out, he's like, we got to go see it straight away. If a trailer's coming out, I got to I got to watch it. The did you look at Star Wars as like the the Jesus story? Like, Did you compare those? I, I could see that. I've always thought the Matrix was more. Yeah. The Jesus story than Star Wars. I thought Star Wars was just a basic good and evil. So story. I, I saw that part of it. But then whenever as each other movie has come out as they've gone along, it kind of you know, built I their world. That, yeah. I'm always fascinated, though, by by authors, screenwriters, directors or whatever that can have that kind of vision to create a world that big. And George Lucas did it, man. He created a massive world. Yeah. Marvel had a massive world and just said, now we need to put it on the screen. But yeah. those writers created that. King's done the same thing with all of his characters. Still the craziest thing to this day is, I, I oh, this is a while back, is I got the Iron Man Blu-ray because I was upgrading some of my stuff. And I was listening to John Favreau, who directed it on the commentary, and he goes, hey, we're recording this a week before the movie comes out. Like, we're all... 
nervous but optimistic and i just chuckled this is all these years later and i thought you know what it's all gonna work out just fine for you guys you're just gonna be able to back up the money truck and you know what the number one answer is on the fan text though pokemon is i maybe okay i don't haven't seen pokemon anywhere video games from the 430, I hated video games until I was an adult. And I see video games over and over well, and over. Because when you're a kid, the computer cheats, all right? And oh. the computer cheats and your dad beats you so much in the game that you don't even want to play. You're like, how, what's even the point at this point? Right. Uh, so the computer cheated, Kevin. Like, that was always the reason that you were losing. But now as an adult, you get to defeat your child. And sure. they get to learn the lessons of loss and how to deal with that. And uh, and then you can, you know, go rub it in their face and stuff, too, at dinner table. Like, hey, you still think you're better than me at Tech Mobile? Or you're not. Man, what a tense dinner table that sounds like. From the 469, Kevin, Blu-ray is for old people. Everything is digital now online. I still, I have a little <laughs> bit of that Gavin Dawson feeling in me when i'm like yeah but what about when all of your wi-fi and streaming goes down Mm -hmm. it goes down for like four or five hours and then you're back i I need well for now (laughs) is i need i like i just like oh you're a prepper i like no no i just like having the physical copies of things i really do and then what happens if they all get stolen from your apartment yeah then I would be so and your mad. collection's gone. I mean, I would go it out did for vengeance. I know. That's why I got rid of them. I was like, I'll just have it on digital. I get digital. it. I, I absolutely understand that. From the 806 Trash Reality TV. You know, what? I, I need to ask my wife if she liked reality TV as a kid. Because now, like, she's going to start watching MILF Manor. Or I don't know if maybe I should have kept that to myself. <laughs> yeah, there's a show. Yeah. Could have said the Kardashians. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Look. <laughs> My wife knows what I think. What? If if there's a chance that someone will find love on an island, she's watching that show. Have you not what? heard of Milf no. Manor? This what is happens? the this is the extent. I know it's a show that exists. Oh, and I need to play the trailer for Mike. It's on regular TV <laughs> too. Single women because between is... forty and sixty seek love with single men in their twenties while staying in a beautiful retreat in Mexico. The Bachelor is Zach Wilson. So they're all just there vying for the affection. Sports. Isn't there like a twist, though? And like some of the boys are their sons or whatever. Okay. What? what? That's what we think. No, that, that's, oh, that, that's my. A, that's Joey, are you watching the show? No, no, no. no. I, I haven't watched it, but I've seen the trailer. Okay, that might be a spoiler, but we don't know yet. All I know I'll is tell you what will be the spoiler. It's on. Oh, crap. Are we related? Is got to move. I almost threw a state under the bus. I kept that to myself. All I know is it's on regular TV because it is on our DVR right now. So I need to know. But that is the extent is I know there's a show called MILF Manor. And are they are they attractive? I haven't seen I the don't, cast. That is the extent of the information. And then I saw a few people say golf. Is they Makes like sense. golf as adults, didn't care for it as kids. I don't remember watching golf growing up. I did not like wa- I did not like watching golf growing up. And now I I don't watch the random ones, but the the majors. Did you play golf when you were a I kid? I played till I was like eleven or twelve. And okay. I played my dad got me right handed club, so I'm left handed. Uh. So I played and I was okay at it, but then as an adult, I was like, well, let me try this again, but let me try it left-handed. 
I'm just still Hold shocked. On. Joey has a MILF manner update. Yes. Oh, I'm really is, sorry, I Corey. This. I this need this trailer. This is, what in the world is happening This in is our from the Gavin Spittle, by the way. Okay. What? Is, is he that, watching this? <laughs> this <laughs> so, so other MILFs have to watch their sons date other MILFs. Shut up! Why would so, you agree to that? <laughs> so, yes. This is breaking news. See, and the, but this, this is what's wild to me. If there was a show what called... What channel is this on? TLC. I, it's on TLC, I'm intrigued, and then I'll <laughs> throw up in my mouth, but I'm intrigued. But if there was a show called Sugar Daddy Bungalow, people would lose their damn minds about it, right? All these 60-year-old guys going after the 20-year-old girls. People would freak out. What is the name of that show again? Sugar Daddy Bungle. <laughs> I, that's probably a show. Yeah. You didn't make that up. I'm going to tell you right. Copyright. You need to, you like, need like, to go trademark you that. There's 100% of TV executives like, what did he just say? Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the Are way. these women somewhat rich? I don't know, Mike, but I will tell you this. Keep asking those questions because our fans know from the 469, or excuse me, the 214, yeah, I saw the first episode. Yes, the sons are male contestants trying to get the other moms from the 469. Yeah, I saw the commercial yesterday. One of the men yelled, go mom. <laughs> see, I don't want to see that either. I don't want to see some guys no. trying to hook up with my mom. No. Well, I mean. I No, well, no. No, I'm just like saying like you spent your whole life. Right, and your mom didn't have a a, a man sure. with her, right? Is that? Um, I mean, I don't know. You don't know, as far as I know. Did you ever have this part of you that was like, I want you to have happiness? A hundred percent. I want my mom to find happiness in whatever avenue that is. As I just don't. As I just don't need to be there, and I definitely won't be like, go, mom. I'm not gonna lie. If it's still on the DVR, I might have to watch one of these episodes now. Mike's, Mike's want, texting is like, this hey. as a show, The Milf Manor. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for yeah. on TLC. Yeah. I Man. hope I don't like it. At what point did the learning channel just say the hell with it? Like, what are we learning from that? The the relationship between men and women. I mean, 214. We need to submit that, Joey. Sugar Daddy Bungalow has to be the new G-Bag of the day. Let's make sure we get that sent over to Lucius. Got it. We're the KNC Masterpiece. That was amazing. Right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Could this Cowboys cousin help Lamar stay in Baltimore? We'll do it next right here on The Fan. Third down two. It's Jackson. Oh, my gosh. Here he goes. He'll sprint. He's being chased by Howard. Looking behind. You can kiss him goodbye. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan, where there is still a shocking amount of discussion happening about MILF Manor. Don't forget, we will have Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner, unless he's listening right now, Tony Khan coming up. He ain't listening. He's noon. making trades and deals for my man T-Law. At noon o'clock right now, what say we go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy? Biscuits with know the difference between jelly and jam oh help us out 877-881-1053 did you see that the ravens claimed former cowboy trayvon mullen reason why that's probably notable people seem to think is that trayvon mullen is lamar jackson's cousin so people are like they're already making the moves that work to try i 
Did it work whenever we so. got Giannis's brother? It did. Brothers? We got Giannis's brother, and now we have Giannis. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. We picked up Shlomo Glitstein, who probably had an agent who had good players, and we're like, but we got your worst player. Will you give us your best player? And the agent's like, surely we'll, Mark Cuban. Just wait till next year. Then we don't get doodly squat. I always do wonder, like, like it, it's exciting to think, uh-huh. oh, we got Trayvon Diggs. Yep. I mean, Stefan. You're thinking about Stefan Diggs right now, He's aren't mad you? at Josh Allen. He already forced his way out of uh, Minnesota one time. Would he force his way to the Cowboys? I mean, Trayvon did say that he would love. We don't to play have with any his money. We don't pay people. We but that's what that's what I was saying. Like, it's always interesting whenever you try to connect dots that way. But the reality is, who's given that person the most money? You know what? I need to. I unless I guess it's Chris Bryant. Didn't he say it doesn't matter the amount of money oh, yeah. I'm leaving? I hate yeah. this place. I, we need to get Roger Goodell for an interview. All right, because if we can. It. We're going to win the Super Bowl, or at least be in the Super Bowl. He's going to point out to him once again, if you're rigging things, you should clearly be rigging it for the Dallas Cowboys. Do you want yet another example of why that is? Hey, guess what? Ratings? Ratings, exactly. Over the last five years, compared to this past weekend, the ratings for the divisional round went up 11%. Hmm. Wonder, I wonder why. why that is. It's because the Cowboys were actually part of it this time. I think they were only part of it one time in the other years, and obviously they weren't in there last year. Here are the ratings. It is shocking how different they are. Is this for each game? For each game. Giants and Eagles. What would be what would be your guess? How many people watched that? Negative game? forty-eight after yeah. the first quarter. <laughs> Everybody turned it off. What it number was pathetic. are you looking for the amount of viewers or the yeah. rating the number? Millions? Millions. Millions. Fourteen. Four billions. What? <laughs> 14 million. Okay. Uh, I would oh. say 75 million. Okay, that is too high. 28.6 million people uh, times two, I you was right. Watch that game. All right, that gives me an idea, at least. That's the lowest. Because that nobody watched that second half unless you were in Philadelphia. Facts. Okay, Jags versus Chiefs. That was a very competitive game. 32 million. Because Jackson. That sounds like a good number. Okay. Y'all are getting close. Thirty-four million. Oh, I'm a conservative. Perhaps. Like in, oh my God. Here. The perhaps the marquee <laughs> game of the weekend to some people. Bengals. Bills. Thirty-one million. Thirty-six million. Mike is closest. Thirty-nine million. So the divisional round. I'll get seventy-five million. Ranges from twenty-eight. <laughs> To 39 million. Joey, I wish I would have asked for this audio. I didn't think about it ahead of time. Do you remember last week what I told you the rating for this Cowboys game would be? 50 million people. No, I I don't. I said 45 to 46 million. You were wrong. I was not wrong. 45.5 million. Oh, so close. 45.7 million people watched that game. That's 17 million higher than than Eagles-Giants. And if you want to say, well, that game sucked, it's 6.4 million people higher than the next highest divisional round game. Wow. So, come on, NFL. Or maybe Rig it for the Cowboys. Yeah, we're not good enough to do it on our own. Figure it out. Neither was Dwayne Wade, and that SOB got a championship in 06. Fact. Thanks a lot, 
Stein. Oh man, one of the Niners. <laughs> players. Does David, David Stern? Stern uh, sorry, I was thinking Mark, <laughs> Mark Stein. Rigged it. Thanks a lot, Mark Stein. Why would you do that? With your though? article. Why would you do that? Why would you rig it for the Cowboys? Once that number hits, there's no way to get to that number again. That's probably every true. like if it every, was Dallas, Philadelphia. You'd have sixty million people this weekend. Yeah, you're right. I think it might even be higher. And than then that, next yeah, year, okay. and then next year, it might if, be hundred and eighty-seven million. <laughs> next year, if it's Philadelphia <laughs> and Minnesota, then you have twenty-eight million. They're going to be like, "What happened?" Yeah, and you'll just be like, "I mean, Cowboys." Like that's, and then Jerry gets what, Kevin? Jerry gets all the people coming to him going, hey, can we hold our, our hat out here and ask for some more porridge, please? Uh, like, yeah. that's exactly what they, they keep know. Keep putting me in that game and you can have whatever the hell you want. They know if they rig it for Jerry, then it's going to be such a big boom that they'll never be able to go away from him again. The you've seen the Do back- you think both games will get a higher number than the Cowboys-Niners game on Sunday? I don't know the answer. I don't. I don't remember the ratings e- for AFC the and AFC evening game. Will I say yes? But it'll be like shockingly close. Like you saw, you saw the games take about a ten million person increase. I don't believe both games will right. hit fifty six million tonight. Porzingis and Luca are back over under forty five million. I under, <laughs> I'll take the under and. Def- Four point five million. Definitive. Under. Under. Four hundred and fifty thousand. Over. Getting closer. All right. I'll take the over for I that. Think, I think Porzingis that. has a boo boo and might not play. Okay. Oh, man. Have you oh, seen? It didn't matter. We lost by a thousand last time. He didn't play. Have you seen the point spread shifting, shifting, shifting to the Cincinnati Bengals? I know Bengals. it was one yesterday for KC, and I was like, I would put a whole bunch of money on Cincinnati, which I am on you on Friday. Okay, Bengals. Two, minus two and a half now. The Bengals are two and a half point favorites. I just, I don't see the way that you watched. I, it was just bravery, everything, guts that you saw Patrick Mahomes in the second half. I just, it's going to be worse. Uh, most people that have high ankle sprains, it's worse a week later. Oh, yeah. The, and Mahomes said with the adrenaline wearing off yeah. and everything, I think you're probably right about yeah. that. So I think there could be a point where he tries to play and after a couple drives, you might just see. Uh, Chad Henney, but then in the miraculous comeback, he gets hurt. And who leads the Kansas City Chiefs to the Super Bowl? Bouchelle. Shane Bouchelle versus Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl. Nobody's watching that Super Bowl. Uh, hopefully, Mahomes would the be. The Bouchelle family will. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I, you know what? I'm there for the Bouchelles. Over under yeah. 450,000 people. No, I'm just kidding. Is All right. I got some more info Rihanna for you. Rihanna would be the highlight of that Super Bowl. Oh, look at that. That's called a segue, my friends. Rihanna will be doing the halftime show. We already knew that for the Super Bowl. Can't wait. Cheryl Crow. Lee Ralph will perform Lift Every Voice and Sing. And then pregame, I got a little bit more info for you. Do you like Chris Stapleton or Babyface? Yeah. Okay. I do. I like both of them. They're singing together? No. It's a the, duo. Chris Stapleton's going to sing, and I think Babyface is going to sing America, America the, Beautiful. the Beautiful. Stapleton will, will sing the national anthem. Oh, a sing-off. I, You know what? I do kind of think that if you're performing a lot, a, like before or after someone, maybe it is and they, they hit every single genre in, with this, didn't they? They were like, let's just make try to make everybody happy here. Yeah, or conversely, then everyone will complain, which I still think is the most probable outcome. 
I'm pretty sure after the halftime show. People love it. The all of Twitter, if you put a poll up that said good or nah, everybody will put up why didn't you put great as an option? That I, most people okay. are positive. At least I won't have to watch my wife salivate as the Maroon 5 guy took off his shirt that one Super Bowl. Uh-oh. Jeez Louise. Was she like, hey, halftime's not over. Let's go right Remember upstairs. there were odds? There were odds on oh, whether yeah, or not he would take shirtless. his shirt off. And I was like, Absolutely. yeah, take the odds. It's kind of, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be so excited about that. Um... Did you see that the Washington Commanders, it's weird that this happened once their season was over, is a couple of days ago, maybe over the weekend, FedEx Field opened the first ever sports book inside an NFL stadium. Now, there's other stadiums that have sports books out, like right outside the stadium, but first ever sports book inside an NFL stadium while we hopefully someday have sports gambling legalized here in Texas. Pushing for it. Yeah, and salt and pepper. La, uh, last thing I got for you, betting favorites for Saquon Barkley's next team if he leaves the Giants. Oh, if he leaves the Giants? If he leaves the Giants. Chicago Bears. Interestingly enough, it's not the Cowboys, but they are sixth on the list. Cardinals. The Cardinals not there. It's the Baltimore Ravens are the favorite, followed by the Bills, Broncos, Jets, and Patriots. Eagles. The Jets have we Brees Hall. I know. I don't, he's coming back. I would be surprised by that. The Ravens, that They'll would be, be back with the Giants. They're going to screw up so bad. They're going to give Daniel Jones $40 million. They're going to give Saquon Barkley $15 million, and then they are going to screw themselves over for three years. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner and AEW empresario. It's Tony Khan right here on 105.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.